the Portland Pilots are the 2016 West Coast Conference champions. Joined on the Portside Pod by Ian Soloff, the longtime head coach of the Portland women's cross country and track and field teams. Ian, thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So it's been a while. How's it going? What have you been up to? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a little different this year, a little, little chaotic. We, we are back to having some regular practice with the team, so that's uh, a big plus for everybody. Um, we can, we can practice four days a week. So we're going Monday through Thursday right now. And, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little tricky. It's, uh, <laughs> not what we're used to, but we're, we're trying to make the best of it for sure. So that kind of leads us into our next question with the season postponed. We kind of have a better idea now what it'll actually look like getting going, uh, right after the new year with the delayed start. How does that change your approach, and specifically in regards to training? Yeah, it's it's tricky because we don't have any competitions this fall, so so there's no urgency to to be in shape or to be ready for a big meet next month or anything like that. But we also don't want to be <laughs> so complacent that we are not prepared when we when we get to January and February, because with what's that what that's looking like as a season it's going to be pretty short it's going to be maybe six weeks for that that winter cross-country season which is about half of what we're used to in the fall so if you're if you're not in shape and ready to go you're not going to have much of a chance to do anything in the winter so we're we're trying to make sure that everybody can train consistently and get themselves where they need to be for the christmas break and um, sort of get through this, this weird period of we don't have meets, but we're practicing, but there's no urgency, but there's going to be some urgency pretty soon. Um, so we, we're just trying to get that across to the athletes and make sure that they know, you know, you, gotta, you, you need to be doing some work right now. It's not just a free time where you don't have to do anything. Um, you got to be getting yourself prepared for where you need to be a couple months from now. Is there anything you can do as part of your training that kind of simulates a meet, uh, kind of a race day experience? We can do a little bit of that, some time trials. We can go and, and just you know, pick a distance and say, you know, we're, we're going to run a hard, you know, two-mile race or something, or, or not a race, but just a, a time trial, hard effort. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely not the same. And um, I, I, I tend to worry less about that and just – focus more on consistent, steady training and people, people staying healthy and being able to, to get into good shape. And if you're, if you're not ready to go run a fast time for a certain distance, I don't think that's such a big deal, but we, we want to want people to have a good mentality, good attitude of, okay, I'm here at practice with my team. I need to make the most of it and do what I can to, to get myself into good shape. So last year, you finished second in the West Coast Conference. You sent one runner, Anna Pataki, to the NCAA Championships. How is the team looking this year, and what are some of the goals? Yeah, the team actually looks good in terms of the personnel that we have. 
Yeah, I think I think the goals would be to um, be at least top two at the conference meet again, and we want to be at the national meet. So that's a uh, that's a big goal. But I think we have the the uh, personnel, we have the talent, and we have the motivation to do that. And uh, what what we don't really have is a clear cut understanding of how that qualifying process is going to work. And you know what the what the NCAA is going to determine for how you get to nationals, since there there won't be regional races, which is usually how you qualify for nationals. So that that part of it is up in the air. But yeah, we we have a good team. We have uh, we have Anna Pataki back, and and you know she's in good shape, and she's a she's a very reliable person who is going to race well every time and she's going to run run up to her ability level and so that's huge when you have somebody like that who's who did so well last year has ncaa experience and you can rely on her to go out and run a tough race every time no matter what so um that's that's big for us to have her leading the way and yeah we have we have uh, i would say a good uh six or seven pretty high level uh people that hopefully can get us to the nationals the cross country season and the track and field season are basically basically going to be run back to back. How do you approach that schedule? Yeah, that's uh, definitely something that we're thinking about right now because with with indoor, you know, normally that's uh, basically January, February, but we don't even know if there's going to be an indoor season. So if there is, then then we have to juggle that with cross country, and. Um, then we go right into the outdoor season. So yeah, I, I'm looking at it as uh, you know, a couple ways. Number one is that cross country is a big deal for us and our, our program, our school. So we wanna make sure that we're as competitive as we can be in cross country. Um, so that's, that's a big priority. And like I said, we, we wanna make the nationals. So to do that, we, we really have to be well-prepared and we have to be working hard towards that goal. Uh, the second thing is that we, with our program, we we always look at our athletes individually, and we always want to make sure that we're doing the best for for each athlete individually, whether that's their training, or um, how their classes are structured, or um, whatever they need to stay healthy. So we we like to have that flexibility where maybe maybe somebody is going to run maybe an indoor meet and cross country, or maybe they're just gonna run the cross country season. Um, you know, maybe they're gonna, after cross country, we have a little, a little bit of a break, a little buffer before we really get into outdoor track races. So we, we can, we can kind of do things individually as we need for the different uh, athletes. And uh, the other thing is that we, you know, no, nobody's ever had cross country meets during this time period in, in January and February. So we don't know what, what the meetings are and who's gonna host them and where we're going. So that, that's another big part of it that's up in the air, but um, I, I think all that stuff can be worked out and, and we can figure out where, where we're gonna race and who we're gonna compete against and kind of go from there. So you've been head coach of Portland now for what, 24, 25 years. Before that, you ran for the pilots. What is it about Portland that's kept you here for so long? Oh, I think it's a great school. It's uh, it's somewhere where we have this amazing combination of very high level academics and 
highly competitive Division One athletics. In this part of the country, if you if you like the Pacific Northwest, there's not a lot of great options like that. I, I think we're we're one of the premier schools for student athletes who are looking for both of those things. And um, you know, besides that, I, I like living in in this part of the country, and um, I I think UP is a great place to work, and it's it's big enough where you have a lot of opportunity, and you can you can set high goals for for yourself for your program, but it's small enough where th it's easy to get things done. It's easy to um, walk down the hall and and have a conversation with an administrator about something that you need. Um, it's easy to to uh, check in on your athletes. It, it's small enough where you feel like okay, this this is uh, very doable, and you feel like you're you're part of this little community where everybody wants to work hard and, and we want to show what we can do as a smaller school who, who's not not one of the traditional power five uh, type schools but we can be very competitive and um, that's that's really satisfying when you can compete with schools that uh, maybe maybe some people would say you're not supposed to be able to compete with them or they're they're always going to be better or they have all the all the budget and and all the publicity and um, you know, everything that people think you need, but we're able to do it at, at our school. So that's, that's exciting for me. You've won numerous West Coast Conference titles. You've sent runners and teams to the NCAA championships. Is it because of all those reasons you just listed? Is that what, what's allowed your team to be successful through the years? I think, you, you know, any success usually builds on itself and, and it makes it easier to, to be more successful and, and you accomplish something and then you, you start to think a little bigger and you set a little bigger goals. And, um, you know, we, we were a couple years ago, we were 12th at nationals in cross country. And so now obviously you, you kind of can't help, but think about, well, we'd, we'd like to go for top 10, you know, if we've finished 12th, why not, why not have a goal of top 10? So, um, having, having that success really, uh, builds on what you want to accomplish next. And uh, I think a big factor for me is just the, the athletes who who come in and you see their motivation and, and their work ethic and we've had some incredible athletes who have have motivated their teammates and and motivated me and made sometimes made me think wow this look at look at what we're capable of doing look at look at what somebody can accomplish you know look at somebody like Karen Rawlings um who just you know, it exceeded at such a high level and uh, really overachieved. And, um, you know, that kind of makes you think, well, why, why can't we find the next Taryn Rawlings and why can't somebody else develop like that and um, go to nationals and be all American and, um, you know, be, be one of the top people in the country. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really satisfying when you, when you have that success, but I think it's it's part of our program is not to um, not to focus on that too much and not to make that the ultimate goal. The the we we talk about the process of doing your best, training well, staying healthy, being a great student, um, being a great uh, teammate, and and building this unity so that we're all working hard together towards something. And and I feel like when you have that, you're going to be much more likely to be successful if you have those things in place. If if the focus is just on trying to win stuff and and 
getting a, a fast PR, then uh, you might not have those other things in place and, and you really need them to be successful and, and to be um, consistently successful over the years. And before we go, I want to ask about Forest Park, which is one of my favorite places in the entire state of Oregon. How valuable of a tool is Forest Park for your program and just offering all the trails and it's literally right across the bridge from, from campus? Yeah, oh, it's amazing. It's, uh, I mean, I, I don't think I can overstate what, what a great uh, opportunity that is having that and what a benefit it is for our program. I mean, anybody who's a runner, if you, if you go there, you will understand what a, a great, um, what a great area it is and, and, and just how amazing it is to have that in, within a, a big city. Um, most places don't have that and and so you it's easy to sort of take it for granted but um, it's it's really a huge deal it, it's it's great for injury prevention and being able to run on soft surfaces and we can do workouts there and, and do a lot of different different types of training but it's just great I think mentally to, to have this beautiful place to go run in the trees and there's no cars and there's no sidewalks and pavement and uh, it's, it's amazing. So yeah, we're, we're really lucky to have that. And uh, you know, that's, that's a big part of our recruiting is we want, we want people to know that this is something we have right here that we utilize and uh, there aren't too many places like that in the whole country. Ian Soloff, head coach of women's cross country and track field teams. Thank you for joining us here in the Portside Pod. Thanks, Adam.